Uh, we're, we're already seeing that in medical care. Uh, uh, I, I can't speak for Britain, but I suspect it's the same. Uh, certainly here in the United States, we're seeing uh, widespread advances in data to try to promote what we call population health. That is, keep healthier out of the hospital by giving medical assistants and nurses much more information about their uh, patients uh, and uh, access to uh, uh, their medical data so that they can reach out to uh, to the patients in their homes mm -hmm. and say, gee, we've noticed you haven't come in for a recent mammogram or you haven't refilled your prescriptions. What's going on? How can we help you? Uh, uh, let's make sure that we keep you healthy so that we don't have to see you here in the hospital um, next month. Uh, let's control your diabetes because we notice uh, from our data that uh, your blood sugar is going too high or going too low or is erratic. Uh, what can we do to help? How can we uh, uh, provide you with uh, better service? That kind of use of big data empowers people uh, like medical assistants like they've never been empowered before uh, and allows them to serve their patients, their clients, uh, uh, in ways that um, not only improve health, but also improve their jobs, the job satisfaction of employees. Now, we, we can try to control all that data and think that you know, the doctors or the technologists should uh, um, should control it, uh, or we can uh, be more democratic and decentralize our organizations so that our lower-level employees under the appropriate rules of confidentiality and all of that we care about with medical information to to serve people that uh, uh, they're in contact with better. That's the way in which we can use artificial intelligence and all of great data that are being amassed in our, in our medical systems to go to bail for, our, our, for, for to keep people healthier, to reduce our medical costs, to do it in a modern way, and to um, bring more people into to the process.